my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everybody is having an absolutely wonderfully blessed day today. We're staying busy down here in Health Masters. We actually have a really, really nice weather today. I was outside earlier, and the sun's out. It's going to be about 88, 90 degrees today, which is nice and warm, but not abnormal for Florida. So it's nice. No rain. And uh, I want to give everybody a heads up. I told you guys yesterday at the end of the show, make sure everybody got an uh, adequate heads up because it's going to be for this weekend only. I'm running a coupon sale on the Hagman Report tonight. I'm giving it to you guys early. HR5 is the coupon code used on the website store-wide of products that are regularly priced. Only thing that are, you know, excluded are three pack specials and sale kits and products of the week and stuff like that. Be sure to check it out though if there's anything you wanted to grab. HR5, plug in on the coupon code. And also as well, already on sale, the B Complex product of the week. Great product. Be sure to check it out on the website, healthmasters.com. And also in other news, this is interesting. You know, as we've seen the last couple days where Moscow has pretty much cut off Poland and Bulgaria, because they're refusing to use rubles to pay for their gas, they're now starting to come out, and the European Union and Poland are now starting to basically play this misinformation game. And I say that very clearly, misinformation, disinformation, propaganda machine, blatantly talking about how they don't need any gas from Pol- or from Russia, and they have reserves and their sources of supply protect their security and they absolutely don't need anything and if anything were to occur well then the united states just needs to go in and start a war with ukraine i kid you not as more and more push from the united states to get involved with ukraine is coming closer and closer which i hoped the banker boys weren't going to drag us into another war i really did but again this is what they do War is good for business. The military-industrial complex likes to make their trillions of dollars a year off feeding it. And as you can see right now with what's been happening, it's turned into a doggone proxy war with Ukraine. I mean, just about every single NATO country is funding Ukraine with massive amount of weapons supply, the United States being the largest. And I saw an article earlier today of the absurdity that's going on now, and apparently Ukraine is now starting to become a – a viewpoint of corruption. A lot of people are actually starting to address the fact that Ukraine is corrupt. Imagine that. This article is on the burning platform, and they were talking about how Zelensky allegedly has stashed over $800 million in offshore accounts now that are starting to come to light. $800 million, almost a billion dollars. This gay boy clown that's running Ukraine or allegedly running Ukraine has stashed while at the same time demanding that at minimum $7 billion a month in aid is needed to keep Ukraine afloat with javelin missiles and stingers and tanks and machine guns and armament and 20-millimeter cannons. Oh, yeah, we're sending all that to Ukraine. They're just turning into a nice war zone. It's starting to look a lot like Africa, as the United States is the largest funder of weapons to pretty much every single African country. Ironically, war is good for business, as I said earlier. Not that it's good for people, <laughs> not that it's good for anybody, but it's good for banker boy business. And as you continue to see these things, and this is why I laughed just hysterically 
at the beginning phase when everybody's going to Zelensky, he's he's a real president. He's really doing stuff. Look, here's a photo of him. He's standing in body armor. He's in full kit on the front line in Ukraine. And I'm like, why why doesn't he have a smidgen of dirt anywhere on his kit? Why does he literally look like he's taking a photo op in a brand new plate carrier that's not even broken in yet and still has creases on the shoulder pads? Oh, that's right, because he wasn't on the front line in a plate carrier pushing forward. He was doing a photo op in front of a building that was demolished and standing forward saying, I'm with the people. It's not for the people. One of those corrupt countries, the entire world, number three to be exact. I mean, where, where, where are we going with this? But yet I still see people pushing to give money to Ukraine. I still see people talking about you've got you to donate money. You've got to support Ukraine. Support what in Ukraine? That's the million-dollar question. I told you guys when I went to Resurrection Sunday, Easter, at church, at a local church of mine that I take the kids to. They have a good time over there. I was grossly disappointed. We're like quarter of the way through service. Great praise and worship. It's one of the only reasons why I still go there occasionally. Great praise and worship. Great music. Also, the pastor gets up there and starts talking about Resurrection Sunday. Then starts talking about Ukraine, how they've donated another 40,000 Ukraine. You can designate your tithe to go to Ukraine. And I'm sitting there, and I almost stood up. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to be that guy and get escorted out of church with security. And I'm sitting there going, are you joking me right now? But it's not that a lot of these pastors, I don't think, are intentionally doing it. I think a lot of them are so blinded and so ignorant by the propaganda, it's the current thing to support, as I joke around about a lot. It's the new current thing. I stand in solidarity with Ukraine. Why? What is your reasoning behind that? Why did you do? Why, why are you – well, I mean, Ukraine, great country. you got family over there? Oh, no, I just, I just support them because Russia's bad. Why is Russia bad? Well, because Russia's just bad. Putin's bad. And it's interesting to me, and it's not that I have told you guys before. It's not that I agree with either country. I could care less about either country. I'm neutral on both of it. You know what I am? I'm pro-American. I'm pro-United States. I'm pro-supporting this country and pulling us through this unbelievably economic disaster that the banker boys in the Federal Reserve had printed their way into. That's what I support. I'm focused on Americans supporting Americans. And people go, well, Austin, you sound like a nationalist. Well, I am. I'm proud to be an American, as the song goes. I'm not worried about sending billions of dollars to another country, nor do I support that, nor will I encourage that, nor will I ever do that. Because I think before we start giving money for free to other countries, we should probably address the $30 trillion in debt that we're absorbed on now that we, the people, owe. I've told the analogy before. It's like if you have a neighbor beside you, and he comes up and he goes, dude, I need some money to buy food. And you go, bro, I'm I'm already struggling to pay the mortgage. I'm already trying to cover my cost. I'm running up credit card bills. I don't really have the cash right now. You know, you should probably figure out how to go make some money and buy your own food. And he goes, no, 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 no. You understand? I just don't. I don't have the time to go work. I'm busy. I don't have time for it. I need you to give me money. And you go, okay. Well, let me go max out another credit card on a cash advance so I can give you money. And you go and you max out $10,000 on your next credit card, cash advance it. So you walk over to your neighbor and give him another $10,000. And then the next month, the neighbor comes up and goes, dude, listen, I'm out of food again. And you go, bro, 
How'd you just burn through $10,000 in one month? I just gave you enough money to feed yourself for like an entire year. No, no, no. You don't understand. I got all this other stuff I need to do. I got to pay for my car. I got to go to the movies. I got to go out to the bar every weekend. That $10,000 gone. I need you to give me more money because I don't have time to work. Oh, okay. Well, let me apply for another credit card and I'll cash advance another credit card and go into more debt to give you money. That analogy sounds asinine. Everybody and their mom would say that's moronic. You would never do that, Austin. Well, yeah, I would never do that. But our bogus leaders that run this shell corporation called the United States continually do that and give billions of dollars to other countries, one of those being Israel, $30 billion a year in military aid, to countries that are completely solvent, that have some of the largest military reserves per capita in the entire world, but yet suddenly they don't have enough money. They need to stretch out more cash from the Fed. And again, it shows you what happens when the banking cartel gets a hold of it. And it's happened ever since 1913 with the Federal Reserve. I was talking to my buddies yesterday about Titanic in 1912 and basically John Astor and all the stuff that happened with that. And J.P. Morgan financing and insuring the boat. And the three wealthiest men, basically, in the world being on that boat. And then, basically, J.P. Morgan goes, oh, by the way, guys, uh, I, I'm not going to make it. I'm kind of busy right now. You guys have a good time on that boat trip. And uh, just just enjoy yourself. I got, I got some other stuff to do right now. And the three, some of the three richest men in the world that were on that boat happened to just die because the boat sank. One of the first times in naval history that a passenger commercial cruise ship was allowed to leave dock without adequate lifeboats on board. Nobody wants to talk about that. Why the captain, who was a very seasoned captain, is running through an iceberg field at 2 a.m. at full speed. Why why, why would you do that at 2 a.m. in the morning? Well, the answer is you wouldn't, unless you're just trying to hit something. When you start looking at the stories and you start looking at the research, you start to see a very clear picture of what they're trying to do. Hence why, as what Dad said yesterday, Homeland Security has now started up, as they call it, the new disinformation governance board to coordinate countering misinformation related to Homeland Security, focused specifically on irregular migration in Russia. Oh, here we go again, guys. It's Russia again. Oh, the Russian collusion, Russian involvement in the election. goes on to say here that Nina Joukowsky will head the board as the executive director. She previously was a disinformation fellow at the Wilson Center, advised the Ukrainian Foreign Ministry as part of the Fulbright Public Policy Fellowship, and oversaw Russia and Belarus programs at National Democratic Institute. Oh, there's no bias there. There's no bias having her run what is now called the Disinformation Governance Board. I can't even make this up. Well, here we have it. Every single time, and you can mark my words now, I, you can bet money on this. Every single time now that we start to have an election cycle, I guarantee you, you're going to hear the term Russian disinformation and election meddling. We saw it in 2016 with the downright bold-faced lies that came out about Trump and the truth that came out about Hillary. 
and the stuff that happened with her, the the blood drinking, all the other weird stuff she was involved in, all that stuff got released. And suddenly, oh no, that's Russian disinformation. None of that's true. Her thirty three thousand emails that she whitewashed. Oh no, that, that's Russian disinformation again. None of that's true. Oh, but did you hear? Trump hooked up with a prostitute once. Oh, that, that's that's big information. Well, what about? national security and 33,000 emails being whitewashed because nobody wanted to look at them and the FBI refused to even address it. Oh, that's right. What about Hunter Biden's laptop from hell? Oh, no, that's that's Russian disinformation too. None of that's true. What they're doing, and you can see this very clear as day, just to clarify this for everybody, what they're doing now is they're going in and they're building a ministry of truth, <laughs> exactly what you saw in Nazi Germany, to control the narrative and to brainwash the people. So now they can have a government agency connected to Homeland Security called the Disinformation Governance Board. And it's going to act just like the CDC did during the COVID pandemic. They're going to come in now. That's exactly on right. Every social, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They're going to come in now, Dad, on every single social media platform. Every single time somebody says something about Zelensky, somebody says something about the banking cartel, somebody says something about the Federal Reserve, they're going to come in now and they're going to have a little block at the bottom. And they're going to say, the disinformation governance board related to DHS has found this to be false. We fact check this. And everybody needs to understand this is fake news. This is disinformation. Just like you saw it happen on mainstream social media with COVID. Every single time you would post something on Instagram, it still happens right now, Instagram, Facebook, any social media platform, and you made a comment about the COVID shot or the VAERS reporting system or the massive amount of people that are having enormous amount, enormous amounts of side effects at the bottom. The CDC has looked at this information and deemed it to be fake news. It's false. We fact-checked it. Every single time, Sharon on her Instagram account, if you guys haven't followed that, be sure to check it out. Awesome account. She posts stuff up there all the time. ST Brower, she gets it all the time. They're constantly shadow banning her, repeatedly shadow banning her, dropping the algorithm, reducing the likes, reducing the follows, reducing the basically the overall platform that she gets out on. But again, a little bit makes a huge difference if everybody does it, my friends. Algorithms pick it up, and that's exactly why they're doing this right now with the Disinformation Governance Board. They have to sway public opinion by lying to everybody and not allowing anybody to be able to get the truth out. So it's very important. Listen to me, my friends. It's super important that everybody continue to get the truth out there, continue to stand up for freedom, and do not be scared to speak your mind. No matter how hard they start coming against everybody, they're going to start coming against people that talk about Jesus, to talk about freedom, to talk about truth. We already see it. I mean, it's blatantly right now. They've already called parents domestic terrorists. They called them that point blank domestic terrorist threats at school board systems and school board meetings because parents talk about they don't want their children to be indoctrinated with Marxist ideology and they don't want their children to be subjected to transgender perversion. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Those parents are domestic terrorists. We, we need to do it. We need to investigate them. Remember the one school board out in New Mexico? The leader of the school board hired a private investigator attached to an attorney firm to monitor all the parents and record the license tags and build a dossier on all the parents 
Has anybody else forgot about that? That was just four or five months ago. And people thought that was an isolated incident. My friends, it's spooling up. And the only way to combat this is getting louder and more aggressive and more vocal about the truth. Because once you start standing up for what's true, once you start standing up for what's real and what's right, it's hard for people to rebuttal it. That's why a lot of times when you get in an argument with some of these hardcore liberal morons, there's no rebuttal for them. All they start doing is just trying to get louder with more moronic topics, and there's no – it's just it's circular reasoning. It goes nowhere. It's, it's like talking to a wall. You can't get anywhere with them because when you talk to somebody that's a moron, there's no reasoning. That's why it's important that the people that want to hear, that have ears to hear, let them hear. And that's why we did this show. That's why we built this platform. And that's why I thank you again for supporting Health Masters and supporting this platform and getting the truth and news out there. What do you think, Ted? Uh, you know, Austin, that, that was really, really well said. And and I've just got to, I've got to kind of just, you guys are going to have to listen to me just for, that for a minute. You know, I, I'm. This morning, I've got a, a good listener friend, Jim Scott, who basically uh, uh, contacted me, and he had gotten a, basically had watched a video yesterday, about 25, 30 minutes long, about how we were already in the apocalypse and how the world was already coming to an end, and there was nothing that we could do to fix it, and just went on and on and on. It was pure fear porn, all it was. And at the very end of the show, this guy starts pushing, 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 you know, giving him money, giving him money, giving him money, supporting him. He's about to go out of business. He's about bankrupt. I mean, on and on and on and on. Now, I'm going to say something here very quickly. I want to thank you guys for supporting Health Masters. I do. I love you guys. I prayed for you this morning. You have never heard me do that. Talk about money, and then we're going to go bankrupt if it's not going to be, if you guys don't give us money. That's pure coercion, fear porn. That's all it is. And it makes me unbelievably, how should I say, try to not say a bad word. It makes me angry that people do this. Oh, I'm going under. I'm going under right now. If you don't give me money right now, it reminds me of these TV evangelists who do the same thing. I'm about to go under. We can't pay the – here's what I've learned. God's will done, done God's way. Let me say it again. God's will done his way never lacks his support. I've never come to you guys like that, and I'm not going to do it. The way I look at it is this way. If you guys don't like the show, you don't support us by buying the, your products through Health Masters or donating money to the, to the, to the show – and we don't have the money to continue the show. I'm just going to roll up my carpet and basically retire. <laughs> just relax. I'm, I'm not going to do that to you, and I'm not going to do that to me. Now, that's just the start of my little talk here. But, but I've watched this video this morning, and the guy that is on there, I can't stand him. I've said stuff about him personally before on the show. I'm not going to do that today because everybody probably figures what I'm talking about. But, you know, he's trying to tell the truth. He's 80% telling us the truth, 20% is basically not telling us the truth, but he never, ever tells us about the Kabbalists or the synagogue of Satan. He never talks about Zionism. He never talks about the central banks being controlled by the Rothschild Zionist empire. He never mentions any of that. So he basically never tells us how to stop what's going on through Jesus. Because of this lack of telling people the complete truth, this whole thing turns into this giant, massive fear porn on this guy's show all the time. He calls them globalists. He calls them they. They are doing this. How about the Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan, blood-drinking, child-sacrificing, sex-death cult 
called the Kabbalist Luciferian Network that runs the mafioso groups all over the world and controls State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock at the highest levels and are the bloodline families. How about I get any more specific than that? He won't do that. All he wants to do is do fear porn. And that, and that's not even what got me mad. Okay, he, Almost all of his sponsors are Zionists. He never refers or slams to Israel or Zionism or the Rothschild banking cartel. He doesn't talk about how the Kabbalist Luciferian network runs China, and he gives us absolutely no hope. But again, he's telling you 80% truth, then 80%. It's already over with. It's about to happen. We're in the middle of it, and we're all going to die. Wait a minute. Where does he discuss the pastors in the pulpit and telling the pastors to become energized? Where, where, where does he do that? I didn't hear that. Every once in a while, he'll mention God. But he never, I mean, never talks about the power of the blood of Jesus. Never. I mean, never. Every once in a while, he'll give a cursory mention to Jesus. Okay? That's what he does. Just every once in a while to try to make people think he's really a Christian. But then he says, God is doing this to us. So he says, God is doing this to us. I got good news for you guys today. Listen to me, friends. It ain't God doing this. The great I am isn't doing this. This is not a, his words, ritual that God is putting us through. His words, a ritual. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. We, the people of the United States of America, we, the inhabitants of this once great country, have allowed this to happen. The synagogue of Satan, of Lucifer, has done this. It has nothing to do with God. Like that one movie, Riddick. You know, I don't recommend Riddick because they're all already in movies. But yes, I like I like that particular character that Vin Diesel plays. And this one kid is praying in the last movie that he did called Riddick. And he basically says, leave God out of this. He doesn't want anything to do with what's happening down here. Now, <laughs> that's a bit extreme. That's what Hollywood's saying because I ain't leaving God out of nothing. He is my alpha. He is my omega. He is the beginning. He is the end. He does everything for us, and we can do everything through him. Then this person starts to say how we, after we go through this with God and he does this to us, he tortures us and kills us all, that we're going to have godlike powers. I mean, this guy is out of the – he is off the deep end, off in a basket somewhere because now he's talking about what the Kabbalah tries to tell us to do. And, and we see this, you understand that it's the United States of America that has killed 60 million. That's probably a low number. It's probably closer to 70 or 80 with 130 million dead from abortion in the, in the world just last year. This planet has allowed this to do it. We've allowed this entity that we call Lucifer, whatever you want to call it, Baal, Isof, whatever you want to call it. We've allowed it to basically recover from its mortal wound that was inflicted upon it at the cross because we have fed the beast. God didn't do this. We did this because we did not stay with his word because the pastors got all caught up in the Schofield Reference Bible. Then the Masonic Lodges came in, and they gave us the name it, claim it, blab it, grab it weirdos, and they gave them all of this TV time, all of this radio time, all of this advertising time, just so I can really rack everybody's little head here this morning. Billy Graham. Yeah. He comes on TV at 9 o'clock on a Friday night, prime time, at 9 p.m. And he does a two- or three-hour you know, rally. Yeah. Why don't you do some real deep research on Billy Graham? And then you find out very quickly how his son's promoting the kill shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the son ended up with myocarditis, pericarditis, and had to have heart surgery. Oh, yeah. Then you start looking at who these people are, and you start realizing that the vast majority of these people are high-level Masonic leaders. 
who were pushed into our homes via TV and radio back in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. And I know a bunch of them. And I can honestly say I can count on one hand the ones that I know personally that are legitimate. One hand. That's it. And all the rest of them, all they care about is to name it, claim it, blab it, grab it stuff. Let's take the power of God out of our lives. Let's take repentance out of our lives. And let's just talk about how much stuff we can get from the people that are sending us money. I've heard them say things like, send me money so you'll, so you'll be blessed. In other words, give me your last dollar. Give me your last $10. You can't pay your utility bill, but you can send it to me. I can buy my fourth or fifth jet for the fleet that I have that I have to maintain. Some of these guys have four and five and six hundred thousand people on payroll, on staff to support the giant money making machine that they call their ministry. Been there, done that, know a whole bunch of them. And guys, guys, God, this is not a ritual God is putting us through. The United States have allowed this to happen. Again, this video that I was sent this morning is primarily fear porn and fundraising. That's it. This man offers us no hope and blames God and then tells us not to hate God. Now that's, that, that, when you do that, if I say, don't hate God that he's doing this to you and he's torturing you, okay? okay this, is, this is pure satanic subconscious programming lies. I loathe people like this. When I say to you, I love the most high God, what do you hear? Love the most high God. When I say to you, don't hate God, what do you hear? You hear in your subconscious mind, hate God. So he says, don't hate God that he's doing this to you. No, it's not God doing it. This, this guy is so inept when it comes to spiritual matters. He's a complete and total fraud as far as I'm concerned, and he's just an actor on a stage. That's who this guy is. And, and that's why I will not do that on this show. He offers us no hope, and then he blames God, and then he tells us not to hate God. This subliminal mind control technique that is telling us to hate God subconsciously because it's all God's fault. It's pure propaganda against the most high God. I can't stand this type of manipulation. This guy is an actor. And that's how I see his broadcast. In fact, he got in a big lawsuit a few years ago, and he got on the stage, didn't he? He got on the platform. He got on the doggone testimonial box, and he got in front of the court and said it was all an act. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you something about this show, the Ted and Austin Brower Show. We will continue to stand with the Most High God. We will continue to proclaim Jesus and his blood that has sanctified us. That's who we are on this show. That's who we're always going to be on this show. I will, with my last breath, proclaim the glory of the Most High God and Jesus Christ, his Son, and the blood of the covenant that sanctified us. I will do that every day of my life. Sharon, the other day, she told me, she goes, my wife, she had gone through some health issues of the last few years, and then God's completely and totally healed her. She's been in prayer, 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 and she says, Ted, I know how you feel now. You know, about eight, nine years ago, God spoke to me in a dream. Spoke to me in German, by the way, in case you guys haven't heard that testimony from me yet. Spoke to me in German. Very short conversation. It was a definitely one-sided conversation because I had not been getting the answers that I felt I needed to get. And God explained to me why. Spoke to me. Stopped what he was doing. Spoke to me in German. Just thought I'd mention that. It changed my life forever. It's hard for me to even talk about it because it gets me so emotional almost a decade later. Sharon had the same experience a month ago. And she says, Ted, the power that we have through God, the power we have through Jesus is unbelievable. She goes, I always wondered what it must have felt like when God did that for you. But guys, it never wears off. It's like Mark Rutland said when he came on the show a few months back, and he goes, when you get to heaven 
and the wonder and what you feel when you get there, that's what you're going to feel for all eternity. That's what you feel when you have a presence of the Most High God through Jesus as a blood covenant with the Holy Spirit and filling you and infusing you. You have no doubt. You have no fear. What are they going to do to you? What are they possibly going to do to you? We're here 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years, maybe 70 years productive. That's it. And we have eternity. That's billions and trillions of years left. This is so stinking insignificant, us being here, that it doesn't even require any kind of thought to what's going to happen when we pass from here and we go directly to the throne room of God. That's the real life. We're not going to be, we're not being tried by God. God doesn't torment us. He doesn't hang us over a fire and, and torture us and say, oh, look what I'm doing to you today. This is so much fun. He doesn't do that. He loves you so much. That he gave you Jesus. He died for you. So you have eternal life and you can be with him. So don't listen to these stinking fear porn programs. I know what Klaus Schwab is doing. I know what they're doing with the Federal Reserve. I talk about it all the time. I know what's happening globally. I know all of it. I know that. I talk to you guys about it every single day. It doesn't make any difference as far as my faith is concerned. And it doesn't make any difference to my stance for the Most High God. For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I will continue to serve the Lord and proclaim his glory every day of my life to you guys as long as I'm on this show. Don't listen to fear porn. Don't do it. Fear porn becomes a self-fulfilling fulfilling Pygmalion prophecy. It creates an energy field around the planet that creates the very thing they're talking about out of fear. That's what he's doing, this show host. He wants it to collapse. He wants it to fall apart. He wants it to go to hell because that's what he's speaking about is happening. I don't believe that. I believe that we can stand against this in the gap. I believe we can wake up pastors. I was so proud of Mark Rutland yesterday. He wrote an excellent article in Charisma Magazine on what happened in the 16th, 17th, 1800s with the Catholic Church and how they were castrating little boys in order to have them have high voices. They were called castrados. They were castrated. So they could sing and have these high, squeaky voices their whole life, and their voice would never drop. And then he said, this is exactly what they're doing to the transgenders, to the little boys. They're chemically castrating them for the transgender movement. He wrote a whole article about it in Charisma Magazine. I posted it on the website. I said to him, well done, Mark. Well done. And I sent it out to get reposted elsewhere. He's taking a stand. He's saying something against it. How many other pastors are doing that? Oh, we can't get everybody mad at us. Oh, my gosh. You, 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 you lily weirdo. What's wrong with you? Stop talking like that, number one. And number two, be a man. Stand for what you know that God said for us to do. It's so important that we all understand this. And I know I got kind of preachy this morning. I got that. Okay? Got that. But I want to come to you and give you a message of hope and of power and of a sound mind this morning to undo this stinking fear porn. I know what's going on in the Ukraine. We talk about it. I know that Elon Musk is probably a Satanist. I mean, anybody who date Amber Heard has to be nuts anyhow. All of these people are out there doing this crazy stuff all the time. I'm aware of it. And guess what? It doesn't affect my God because my God is omnipresent. He knows what's going to happen, and he's not surprised by any of this, and he is not a child abuser. He loves you with all of his heart. As far as the east is from the west, he loves you. And always remember that. Keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. Austin, what do you think of what's your next story? 
Wow. <laughs> that was intense, but very well said. And I've told you guys this for years, and so has Dad. When you start hearing people, whether it be alternative media, mainstream media, any of the platforms, it doesn't matter where it's from, don't care where it's from. When they start coming out and all they're doing is trying to inject fear and loathing and worriness, it's not from God. God has not given you a spirit of fear. That's why I've told everybody before. Don't live in a state of fear. Live in a state of realism and the reality that we live in in this current world for this short period. You live in a reality, yes, but don't live in fear. I've told you guys many times the stories that I've had. People email me. People call me. Austin, you don't understand. There's going to be another meteor that's going to land out in the ocean, and it's going to send a tidal wave, and it's going to completely wipe out Florida. Well, man, that's horrible to hear. Let me know how that works out for you. I'm going down to Miami on vacation. <laughs> and it's not that I'm being frivolous because there's two different aspects. You don't want to be frivolous. It's like saying, oh, I'm going to drive down the interstate at 150 miles an hour with no seatbelt on because, why well, I don't care. No, 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 no. That's being reckless. It's also testing God Almighty. There's very, very clear stances in the Bible when it talks about that, when it talks about how the devil tested Jesus. He's out, he's out fasting. He's out fasting, out in the desert, by himself, minding his own business, and all of a sudden the devil comes up and says, man, this dude hadn't eaten in a while. I'm going to try him right now. I'm going to see what I can do to him. Takes him to the highest peak on top of the temple. Says, why don't you step off? You believe in God? You're the son of God. Why don't you step off? Angels won't let your foot hit the ground. Well, yeah. I know it. No, no, they won't. But thou shalt not test the Lord thy God. Understand, there's very, very clear aspect of being frivolous, but also being prepared. It's a clear line between the two. It's like if you walk out on the road, I've heard this with this providentialism. Well, it doesn't matter what happens. If it's God's will, it's God's will. So if I walk out in front of a bus on Interstate 4 at 80 miles an hour, and I get flattened out like a pancake, well, it's God's will for me to die. No, 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 no. That falls back on the same concept of do not test the Lord thy God. You want to start doing stupid stuff. You want to start doing moronic behavior. It's not of God. That was your choice. You want to step off a building that's 10 stories tall and say, well, I don't believe in the law of gravity because I don't believe in natural laws, and I think grown men can birth babies. Gravity doesn't apply to me. You're going to have a pretty negative impact in about two and a half seconds when you hit the ground. That's not of God. That's exactly what Dad's saying here. You have to understand and differentiate between the two because there's a lot of lies that are being promulgated out there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's getting pushed that's basically being fostered from these groups, whether it be social media, whether it be mainstream media, whether it be just the, 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 as I said earlier, the disinformation governance board now, the very fact that I even have to say that term, that it's actual an agency connected to Homeland Security, you just got to laugh. You got to laugh. I mean, I wonder what's going to happen next year on April 20th when we post up again, as I do every single year, and I talk about the Waco massacre of the 76 women and children that were burned alive by FBI and ATF's hand. If they're going to come out and say, well, that's actually partially false information. 
that didn't really happen in 1993. That was really their own doing. The women and children wanted to die, and we just wanted to protect them, but we were killing them to protect them. This is literally the concept that they try to promote out there. And when you start doing your research and you start realizing the facts, you find out very, very quickly how deeply disturbed these people are and why you cannot under any circumstances listen to pretty much anything they say. Also to another news, different topic now. This is kind of funny. Senator Rand Paul, again, has continually vowed to subpoena Anthony Fauci and force him to answer questions that he's repeatedly dodged. Now, is this theater? Probably. Is this going to go anywhere? Probably not. Is Fauci actually ever going to be prosecuted? Highly unlikely. Higher chance that – well, I wouldn't say a higher chance. Probably about an equal chance the same as Hillary Clinton actually being indicted and charged with federal crimes. Fauci's right up there with them, I think, my personal opinion, as far as on their same level of debauchery and engagement as far as just on the highest level of criminality. And what's interesting, though, is Rand Paul did say this, and I finally, finally – Somebody actually made a comment like I did about him, and he was speaking, and he declared that Fauci's sort of nonsense over whether the pandemic has ended or not, when you see him come out, he basically said the court shouldn't be involved with limiting his power. What he is basically saying is that he is against individual choice. He's against American freedoms to choose their own rights and to choose their own treatment. So this man is against everything that America stands for. That's what Senator Ron Paul said. Now, whether or not he pushes this and does something, I don't know. But I have to give kudos to Rand Paul. He's actually, at least on this one segment, is speaking 100% facts about bobblehead Fauci. Fauci the other day came out and talked about, well, we're going to have to watch this pandemic very closely to determine when it's over or not. The man cannot get out of the spotlight because he is a sociopath. He loves inflicting harm and damage on people. The very fact that he is arguing that the courts should have more control or should have less control than the CDC and the fact that the CDC is not able to enforce their moronic mass mandate on people trying to travel freely unmolested on their way on planes while at the same time Title 42 is lifted – And we allow unfettered migration in the United States with zero, zero COVID restrictions shows you where these people actually are and what they're trying to promote. This is why, again, continue to tell people, stand up. I noted the other day, if you you look at the airports, the airport last week, like everybody's happy. Everybody's excited to fly. Like 97, 98% of the people they've shown now are not wearing masks in airports. Well, wait, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. NBC said that 56% of the population still supports mass mandates on planes. That's, Austin, that's, that's news, that's facts. It's not facts at all. It's skewed propaganda promoted by the administration that's continually lying to the people to make them believe one direction that's a total, complete farce. If it was a fact, why do you see 97, 98% of the people in the airports not wearing masks anymore? Because the people had enough of it. The sad part about it is, this is just it, I'm just going to say this out there. The sad part about it is, the vast majority of these people had to wait for permission to take the muzzle off their face in airports. I said this over and over and over again. Why in the world didn't people start 
pushing back on planes when they fly and start talking to 50, 60, 70% of the plane and say, hey, let's just pull our mask off. Let's go for it. Why don't you step up from the plane? I refuse to fly. I just opted out. I decided to take my chips and all my marbles and go home. I wasn't going to give them money. I refused to give them a single dollar while a company tells me I have to wear a muzzle on my face. I told you that before. That is the most effective tool is cash, voting with your dollar. If 90% of the people said we're not going to fly because of mass mandates and then airline companies – in 2020, you saw it, they got crippled. Well, if they continue to stay crippled in 2021 because everybody continued to not fly, oh boy, they would have dropped that mass mandate real fast. But that that, that, was, that was too difficult. You know, my friend Michael, Michael Barrett, he's got a bunch of great stuff. He does a great podcast as well. He told me he flew, I think, once or twice. I was it. And he basically brought a huge bag of. I think peanuts, you know, roasted peanuts or cashews or something, a big drink, had to buy more before he boarded the plane and basically sat there the entire flight eating and drinking, you know, and I commend him for standing up and not wearing a mask. But then you think about it and you go, how sad is it that Americans actually had to do that in order to fly and travel without a muzzle on their face because nobody else would say no? Why didn't the whole plane grab a bag of nuts and a big gulp and get on the plane? Well, because it's easier to conform. It's easier to go along with the lie. It takes energy to resist. It takes willpower. It takes aggression. It takes determination to push back. It's much, much easier to go downstream. Why do you think the salmon goes upstream? Because it has to find the best place. If it was easy, it would just go downstream, down the lake. It doesn't want to do that. It wants to find the best place to nest. So it goes upstream and continues to go upstream. Until it goes where it needs to go. It's not the easy route. It's the hardest route possible. Jumping upstream, up waterfalls. That's not the easy route. It's the hard route. You Human beings are the wisest, smartest individuals on the entire planet. But yet, for some reason, a lot of times, we follow the dumbest, most moronic individuals in the stupidest direction. I've never understood why. My brain was never wired like that. I've always asked questions about things. I look at it and go, ah, that doesn't seem like a good direction. Why are you walking down in the swamp with the pit vipers? That's where they told us to go. You want to go swim with the water moccasins? Yeah, that's, that's, they told us we had to go this way. Why don't we go around the water moccasins? Well, it's because this is where the, the dumb, dumb, dumbs leading us. Anthony Fauci's taking us to the water moccasins. Why don't you just not follow him? Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, Austin, don't be spreading fake news. You can't just not follow Fauci. You've got to follow him. No, you actually don't. You don't have to listen to the CDC, nor do you have to listen to him, nor do you have to listen to anybody. As I said repeatedly, and I have continued to say this, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say yes. It's okay to say, no, I don't want my children indoctrinated into a communist camp that teaches transgender perversion ideology. I'm not okay with that. The answer is no. It's okay to say Anthony Fauci is against American freedom and against people choosing their natural route. It's okay to say that. This is one of the reasons why the left has had such a meltdown about Twitter. And again, I told you. Elon Musk and this whole thing now about his ex-girlfriend that basically has been suing Johnny Depp now. And I guess apparently she defecated in his bed, left the big log in his bed. I, this whole theater show's a joke. But apparently she dated Elon Musk before she married Johnny Depp. 
And apparently Elon Musk donated a bunch of money through her to the ACLU. How does that all work out in 2017? I don't know. I wasn't there, and I wasn't privy to that. That's just what I've looked at on Breitbart now they're talking about. When you start looking at the facts and you start digging your own research, there's some very strange things that occur when you actually dig down deep. There's a reason why certain platforms and certain people get certain directions in certain funding. I told you guys yesterday, the math doesn't add up with gross profit, not gross revenue, gross profit with Tesla and growing 130% next year after year when selling an extra 80,000 cars. How do you do another $10 billion in gross profit when you sold 80,000 cars, yet now Ford Motor Company just lost $3 billion its first quarter and just laid off over 850 people in their internal combustion engine section? Oh, why is that? Well, they said they are going to ramp down. They said this. They are going to ramp down and scale down their ICE department. ICE meaning internal combustion engine. They're going to scale it down, and they're going to start focusing their funding and their energy towards the EV sector. That's what Ford Motor Company has said. Well, doesn't it make sense, Ford Motor Company, if you just put all this money into the EV vehicles, and nobody wants EV vehicles except for the government because they want to control everybody's traveling, and your sales drop $3 billion because you stop making trucks that everybody wanted and you're pushing your production to EV vehicles, doesn't it make sense if you're about your cash to start making vehicles for the people that the people that are buying them actually want? Oh, yeah, 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 but you can't, no, you, you can't, can't say that, Austin. You can't bring that up. You can't bring up the realistic topic of what's happening. And now I've started to do research, and I've started to get more and more tips and more and more insight. I've talked to multiple people now about what's going on with GM. And I've actually I, – I had a theory on this, and I'm starting to get more confirmation this is exactly what's going on. GMC Denali, 1500 Chevy, 2500 Chevy Silverado, 1500 doesn't matter what truck it is. Nobody can get them. They're just – they don't exist. They're producing some of them. Some of them are shipping. Other ones, they just don't exist. They just don't send any car trucks. They don't make any trucks. Well, I talked to a guy about it yesterday. The same thing I said, and he's got a Ford, and he works with a big GMC dealer, and he told me, he said, our theory, and this is before I said anything to him, he said, our theory of what's happening right now is that they're going in, and they are cannibalizing parts from the ICE vehicles, the internal combustion engine vehicles, they're cannibalizing parts and storing them or using them for the next round of the electric vehicles that are coming out. So when the EV vehicles come out, they're going to come out and say, listen, 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 bro. If you want to order an F-250 diesel truck, we can get you one. It's going to be about an 8 to 12-month wait. If you want to order one, we'll order one. But we have the new F-150 Lightning EV vehicle. We can have you that in three to four weeks. All you got to do is pick your color, pick your options. We'll have it here in less than a month. And people are going to go, my gosh, I'm sick of waiting. I can't wait another year for another truck, another year after I order a truck, I'm trying That's to write it off. I'm trying to, I'm trying to section 179. I'm trying to use it as a business write-off vehicle. Well, yeah, we get that. We can't get it to you, though. It's 8 to 12 months. But, hey, that F-150, right here, pick your color, pick your spec. We'll have it here in three weeks, guaranteed. That is what he told me they're doing, the same theory I had. They're cannibalizing, storing parts for these trucks, and they're slowing down the velocity of the internal combustion engines so they can turn around and say, hey, guess what? 
you don't have to wait 10 months for a truck. We'll have you one in four weeks. It's just got to be EV. What do you think, Deb? That's a really good point, Austin. And, and really, again, it's like what I talked about two years about the world economic engine, how they're slowing it down to prevent hyperinflation. I mean, as General Motors goes, so goes the country. I mean, for every one person who works at GM, it employs like seven other people in different areas and suppliers around the country and around the world. I mean, General Motors produces literally hundreds of billions of dollars in general, and they used to, in revenue through its subsidiary corporations and all of the, how should I say, domino effects that it causes. I mean, you get people who want to put a window tent after the truck is bought, you want to buy new tires or change out the tires, put on lifts. It goes on and on and on. And so they've shut it down because they had to reduce the amount of Money as far as the velocity of money as they increase the amount of money. I, we talked, in fact, we were the only show that talked about the, in fact, we, we coined the term on this show, the economic world engine. And the only people who have the power to do that are the international bankers, the same ones who are controlling Fauci, the same ones that are controlling, you know, the CDC. And by the way, Austin's right. The CDC is not a governing body. It doesn't have the right to make laws and implement restrictions. They don't have that. Look how many tried to do that with OSHA, forcing everybody to get immunized. And the, and the court ruled it and said, you don't have that authority, OSHA. You can't do that. And see, this is the thing that they're continuing to do, continuing to push the limits of our Constitution. Because like I told you before, and Austin asked too, our Constitutions were made for a holy people, a righteous people, a Christian nation hundreds of years ago. Not these Kabbalist Luciferians that basically get their 500 attorneys and go after you and change everything they can and basically distort the entire system. There's a really good article I'm going to post it. It's called – just to show you how far they've gone with this. It's from the GMS, the Gazette of Medical Sciences, and it's called Patient Betrayal, the Corruption of Healthcare, Informed Consent, and the Destruction of the Physician-Patient Relationship. Here's the abstract. The purpose of this study is first to review disciplinary threats made to healthcare professionals by their governing bodies in the U.S. and second to review medical literature for complications related to the covid vaccines and data from the vaccine adverse event reporting system, particularly those related to pregnant women and women of reproductive age. The authors also aim to bring to attention the populace, healthcare workers, and the healthcare administrators that illegally and unconstitutionally put gag orders on healthcare workers in the United States, and to alert everyone that no healthcare worker can be trusted since they are under a gag order, which renders their informed consent null and void. It is our intent to put governing bodies of healthcare workers on notice that they will be held accountable and lay legal groundwork for possible racketeer influencing by corrupt organizations, RICO violations of collusion and fraud. These potential criminal acts exposed in a court of law can pierce legal immunity of big pharma and others and pierce any perceived immunity given to hospitals and organizations via the CARES Act. Guys, I want you all to read this. It's, it's pretty long, but it really goes into point, and it tells you about all these poor doctors all over the country that have had their licenses suspended or revoked and no longer allowed to basically practice medicine because they told the people the truth. Unlike Fauci and unlike the CDC and unlike the FDA, which are all bought by big pharma and bought by big money, bought by State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard, bought by the bloodline families that own all of us, including the media, which they promote and push their poison on TV to people. You know, in Europe, it's illegal to promote a drug on TV. It's illegal. They can't do it. They say it's from the healthcare provider who needs to be telling you about this and not from some slick Bernays advertising campaign. We're not going to let you do that because you're going to be ordering this stuff from your physician and buying it and saying you want him to give you a prescription for this, and that's why they do it. You got arthritis, and instead of getting off of nice shade vegetables like you know eggplant and bell pepper and tomatoes and white potatoes, you know you want to take a pill so you can go ahead and eat your junk. 
And so then they show a picture of this guy who had all this horrible problems with arthritis, and he's running through the pasture in a field, you know, with a butterfly net trying to catch butterflies as he's singing Kumbaya. And you go, what the heck? I want that. I can't even move. This is the problem. I had a person I knew up in North Carolina no longer associate with him. Terrible arthritis. Then I find out that he had to have gastric bypass surgery because he's at five, six hundred pounds and he couldn't control his diet. And now all he does is live on t- potatoes. I mean, mashed potatoes. That's it. And now he's sick as a dog all the time, unbelievably ill and unbelievably horrible rheumatoid arthritis. And I said to him one day, I said, but I said, why don't you stop eating the potatoes? Let's try that. Oh, I can't do that. I love potatoes. I live on potatoes. Wait a minute. You want to take a drug. He's on all these medications. So he can sing Kumbaya and chase butterflies, and he still can't do that. He's unbelievably debilitated, but yet you're unwilling to stop eating potatoes. There's a problem here if you guys see it. It's lack of self-discipline and lack of self-control. Guys, listen to me. We're not born of a spirit of, of meekness and lack of control, but of power and love of a sound mind. I love you guys. You guys have a great, great weekend. And listen to Austin tonight on Hagman. Uh, next week, we're planning on Sharon and I doing the Hagman broadcast. We're planning on it. And Sharon wants to come back and talk to you ladies and really give you some hope. Guys, I love you, and I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up. Absolutely. I'll be on the Hagman show as well and be getting a lot more truth out there, as we always do on that show. And, again, I remind everybody, if you need anything from Health Masters, the HR5 coupon, active only through this weekend on regular price products. So be sure to check it out if you guys need anything on the website, healthmasters.com. And as we continue to see these things unfold, that's why I tell everybody it's so important to speak up, you know, that quote that I tell everybody all the time, the only thing that evil men need to succeed is for good men to do nothing. And it's a fact. It's a fact of life. If people won't stand up and they just watch things go by idly, they continue to roll past things and just say, you know what? I don't want to get involved with that. I don't want to say anything about that because, well, I don't want to offend anybody. Well, what happens? Well, Bad men continue to succeed. That's why I've told people before. It's so important that you have a backup storage of supplies, ammo, food, water, first aid. Because quite frankly, I personally think and numerous other professionals in the field think that's what's going to be the next move. The COVID was the beta test. It was the pandemic of the new decade to see what they could get away with and nothing to do with the virus. Did people get sick? Absolutely. Did COVID kill some people? Actually, some people, yes. Did remdesivir kill way more people in my opinion? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When you start looking at when remdesivir was introduced into the hospitals as standard care under the emergency use in May, 2020, you start looking at the death rates. Oh my gosh, it's horrific. This stuff directly shuts down your organs. It literally causes you to start having fluid retention because your kidneys shut down. Fluid retention starts building up in your lungs. Build up in your lungs causes bacterial pneumonia. Bacterial pneumonia with fluid retention causes you to go on a vent. Going on a vent while you're still getting an IV of remdesivir and your organs don't work out, guess what happens? It punches your time card. It's so easy to see now. Granted, back then we weren't sure what was happening. But now that we know the truth... Does it really mean you actually want to just forget about what these people did? That's why I remind people every single day, 
Do your own research. Don't blindly trust anybody, especially not the government. But in general, don't trust anybody. Do your own research. You don't have to listen to me. I've told everybody that. Do your own research. You don't believe me? Just fine. I'll be happy to rebuttal you on something in person. Now, emails, I stopped doing that. I got too many of them, too much time, spent hours a day trying to argue with people, and it was just a circular email. It just went nowhere. So, again, thank you for the support of Health Masters. If you need anything, be sure to contact us or check us out at healthmasters.com. We're here to help you out, legitimately help you out and give you the best direction to go if that's what you're looking for, and we pride ourselves on that. We still answer our phone, by the way. You don't have to go through 50 prompts to get a hold of somebody in India that you can't understand. Not knocking anybody in India. But it's a pretty big irritating fact when you call up a company you spend a lot of money with and you talk to somebody over in another country that can't even understand you. So continue, my friends. Get the truth out there. Continue to speak free. Continue to stand up for freedom and righteousness because it is our responsibility as patriotic Americans. Thank you again for the continued support. Healthmasters.com. If you guys need anything at all, HR5, plug into the coupon code over the weekend. It will be active all weekend on regular price products if you need anything at all. Healthmasters.com. Thank you again for the support. Enjoy the Hagman Show tonight. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend, my friends. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your family. Enjoy life. Stay strong. I'll talk to you on this show Monday as always. 